Welcome to Corpberg Speaks Retirement, an audio podcast about investing in the stock market, financial planning, money management, and retirement planning. Each Wednesday, we help investors at all stages of life learn how to potentially grow and preserve their money from first job through retirement. Now here's your host, Miguel Gonzalez. Good morning and welcome to the Corpberg Speaks Retirement Audio Podcast. On this week's audio podcast, I discuss how to start teaching children about handling money wisely. Even before children can count, they already know something about money. It's what you have to give the ice cream man to get a cone or put in the slot to ride the rocket ship at the grocery store. So as soon as your children begin to handle money, start teaching them how to handle it wisely. One is making allowances. Number one, Giving children allowances is a good way to begin teaching them how to save money and budget for the things they want. How much should you give them depends on part on what you expect them to buy with it and how much you want them to save. Some parents expect children to earn their allowance by doing household chores, while others attach no strings to the purse and expect children to pitch in simply because they live in the household. A compromise might be a good way to give children small allowances coupled with opportunities to earn extra money by doing chores that fall outside their normal household responsibilities. When it comes to giving children allowances, you want to set parameters, discuss with your children what they may use the money for and how much should be saved. Make allowance day a routine like a payday. Give the same amount on the same day each week and consider raises for children who manage money well. Number two is take it to the bank. Piggy banks are a great way to start teaching children to save money, but opening a savings account in a real bank introduces them to concepts of earning interest and the power of compounding. While children might want to spend all their allowance now, encourage them, especially older children, to divide it up, allowing them to spend some immediately while insisting they save some toward things they really want but can't afford right now. Writing down each goal in the amount that must be saved each week toward it will help children learn the difference between short-term and long-term goals. As an incentive, you might want to offer to match whatever children save toward their long-term goals. Number three, a shopping sense. Television commercials and peer pressure constantly tempt children to spend money, but children need guidance when it comes to making good buying decisions, teaching children how to compare items by price and quality. When you're at the grocery store, for example, explain why you might buy a generic cereal instead of a name brand by explaining that you do not want to buy them, something every time you go to the store, you can lead children into thinking carefully about the purchases they want to make. Then consider setting aside one day a month when you will take children shopping for themselves. This encourages them to save for something they really want rather than buying on impulse. For big ticket items, suggest that they might put the items on a birthday or holiday list. Don't be afraid to let children make mistakes. If a toy breaks soon after its purchase or does not turn out to be as much fun as seen on TV, eventually children will learn to make good choices even when you're not here to give them advice. Number four, earning and handling income. 
Older children, especially teenagers, may earn income from part-time jobs after school or on weekends, particularly if this money supplements any allowance you give them. Wages enable children to get a greater taste of financial independence. Earned income from part-time jobs might be subject to withholdings for FICA and federal and or state income taxes. Show your children how this takes a bite out of their paychecks and reduces the amount they have left over for their own use. And number five, creating a budget. With greater financial independence should come greater fiscal responsibility. Older children may have more expenses and their extra income can be used to cover at least some of those expenses to ensure that they will have enough to make ends meet, help them prepare a budget. To develop a balanced budget, children should first list all their income. Next, they should list routine expenses such as pizza with friends, money for movies, and for older children, gas for the car. Do not include things you pay for. Finally, subtract the expenses from the income. They will then be back, they will be in the black so you can encourage further saving or contributions to their favorite charity. If the results show that your children will be in the red, however, you'll need to come up with a plan to address the shortfall. To help children learn about budgeting, you want to devise a plan for keeping track of what's spent. You want to categorize expenses as needs, unavoidable, and wants can be cut and you want to suggest ways to increase income and or reduce expenses but the future is now teenagers should be ready to focus on saving for larger goals Um, for example a new computer or a car and longer term goals uh, college an apartment and while bank accounts may still be the primary savings vehicles for them you might also want to consider introducing your teenagers to the principles of investing. To do this, open an investment account for them. If they're minors, they must be a custodial account. Look for accounts that can be opened with low initial contributions at institutions that supply educational materials about basic investment terms and concepts. Helping older children learn about topics such as risk tolerance, time horizons, market volatility, and asset diversification may predispose them to take charge of their financial future. And should you give your child credit? Well, if older children, especially those about to go off to college, are responsible, you may be thinking about getting them a credit card. However, credit card companies cannot issue cards to anyone under 21 unless they can show proof that they can repay the debt themselves or unless an adult co-signs the credit card agreement. If you decide to co-sign, keep in mind that you're taking on legal liability for the debt and the debt will appear on your credit report. Also set limits on the card's use. Ask the credit card company for low credit. $300 or a secured card to help children learn to manage a credit card without getting into serious debt. Make sure that children understand the grace period, fee structure, and how interest accrues on the unpaid balance and agree on how the bill will be paid and what will happen if the bill goes unpaid. Make sure children understand how long it takes to pay off a credit card balance if they're only making the minimum payments. If putting a credit card in your child's hands, it's a scare 
scary thought, you may want to start off with a prepaid spending card. A prepaid spending card looks like a credit card, but functions more like a prepaid phone card. Um, a pre- the card can be loaded with a predetermined amount that you specify and generally may be used anywhere credit cards are accepted. Purchases are deductible are deducted from the card's balance, and you can transfer more money to the card's balance wherever necessary. Although there may be some fees associated with the card, no debt or interest charges accrue. Children can only spend what's loaded onto the card. One thing you might especially like about the prepaid spending cards is that they allow children to gradually get the hand of the hang of using credit responsibly. Because you can access the account information online and over the phone, you can monitor the spending habits of your children. If need be, you can then sit down with them and discuss their spending behavior and money management skills. Make sure to visit our website, www.corpburgretirement.com. Our site is filled with educational videos, ebooks, publications, and financial calculators designed to help you learn more about your finances. As you search our site, send us a note regarding any questions you may have about any particular investment concepts or products, and we will get back to you quickly with a thoughtful answer. This is Miguel Gonzalez, Certified Retirement Counselor and Managing Partner with Corpburg Retirement Advisors, signing off for this week's education educational podcast. The opinions expressed and material provided are for general information and should not be considered a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Private Advisor Group, LLC, and Corporate Retirement Advisors, Inc. are separate entities from LPL Financial. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal.